Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, September 24th. Welcome to the show. Tonight we have Beauty Talk Beauty News for you guys. Um, we just wanted to remind you, though, if you had a comment or a question or wanted to share some news yourself, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Now I'm going to turn it over to Denise. Good evening, everyone, and again, Hello. welcome to. Are you there? Can you hear? I'm I'm here. Oh, okay. Am I still on mute? Oh, yeah. I no, thought I was on mute. <laughs> okay. Good evening, everyone, and welcome uh, to the show. Uh, welcome to our beauty news uh, show tonight. I will start off um, by letting you guys know, I think last week, I believe it was, that we mentioned IMAX was coming to Atlanta. That's the International Makeup Artist Trade Show. It's now going to be uh, in Atlanta next year. They have um, a date. If you go out to their uh, website, you won't see a date, but a date has been announced. Um, Again, it's IMAX Atlanta going to be held in Atlanta, Georgia at the Georgia World Congress Center, and it will take place November 17th and 18th again in 2018, and you can stay tuned to this show for more details on that, as well as going to the IMATS website, which is imats.net, that's I-M-A-T-S dot net, and it will, this is an inaugural show for Atlanta, so it will only take place on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, most people are used to having a pro-only event on Friday nights, but for this show, it will take place during the regular um, uh, dates. It will just be a Saturday and a Sunday, and then I guess once going forward, once they see the turnout in the crowd and, um, you know, what people are demanding, then maybe they will have a uh, pro-only uh, night, which normally takes place on Friday night. <clears throat> For anyone who's out there and who's listening who may may have attended uh, the makeup show Dallas uh, this weekend, um, feel free to call into the show and let us know how you like the show, uh, what you purchased, um, what classes you attended, and things like that. So that's the makeup show Dallas. Hopefully everyone enjoyed that. Do you think there are um, 
too many uh, makeup shows or not enough makeup shows or not enough of what you're looking for in makeup shows? Of course, I think it's too many makeup shows. But the the thing about it is, though, I think the makeup shows that we have, um, IMAX, here in the U.S., IMAX and um, the makeup show, um, I think they cover the U.S. Do you know what I mean? Like um, the makeup show is in Dallas and the makeup show is in Orlando. Um, IMAX is coming to Atlanta now. Um, they They both are in L.A. and New York. Um, and then the makeup show does a bunch of pop-ups in different parts, you know, of the country. So I think it helps to cover the whole country. So, you know, at one time it was just I'm at L.A., right. you know, and but there, but um, here, the here makeup the show is also in The makeup show is also in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago, right. So I think it kind of covers, you know, um, the whole country. And I think IMAX coming to Atlanta is a big, big deal. Um, because Atlanta doesn't really have, you know, any of the shows. I mean, it does a, there's a, they did a pop-up shop here for the first time, the makeup show, last year. Um, you know, I don't know if that's going to be an annual thing or not, but I just think, especially with, with so much film and television uh, work here in Atlanta, I think it's a great thing that IMAX will be here because that that show is an all-around show, um, but I feel like a lot of shows don't really offer the uh, the film and television um, community um, as much as IMAX does. So right. I'm glad to see them see them in Atlanta. Right. Well, that should be uh, great to see. I can't wait, um, you know, and participate in um, in that show. <clears throat> so it should be a great thing. Mm-hmm. So back on uh, Saturday, September 9th, and Sunday, September 10th, the Creative Arts Emmy Awards were held at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. There were more than 40 awards that were handed out uh, for work done in a number of disciplines, including um, some of our uh, personal favorites like makeup and hairstyling. So I just wanted to bring you all um, some of the winners of the Makeup Artists and Hairstyling Awards that were given out um, at the Creative Arts Emmy Awards. Excuse me. The Creative Arts Emmy, Emmy winners in makeup and hair categories are as follows. There was Outstanding Makeup for a Multi-Camera Series or, spe- or Special, Non-Prosthetic. Uh, Saturday Night Live was the winner of that. The host of that show was Alec Baldwin on NBC, uh, Saturday Night Live Studios in association with Universal Television and Broadway Video. The department head makeup artist was Louis Zakarian, key makeup artist Amy Tagliamonte, my friend Amy, uh, key makeup artist Jason Milani, uh, makeup artist Daniela Zivkovic, makeup artist Rachel Pagani, and makeup artist Andrew Sotomayor. For outstanding makeup for a single camera series, non-prosthetic, Westworld, uh, the original, so HBO, HBO Entertainment, in association with Kilter Films, and Bad Robot and Warner Brothers Television. Um, department head makeup artist, Christian Tinsley. Key makeup artist, Miriam Aragetti. Makeup artist, Gerald Quist. Makeup artist, Lydia Milers. And makeup artist, Ed French. Outstanding makeup for a limited series or movie, 
non-prosthetic. Uh, Feud, Betty and Joan, that's for the FX Networks, Fox 21 Television Studios. Uh, Aaron Kruger-McKesh is makeup designer. Robin uh, Bukesny is assistant makeup department head. Our friend Tim Buchanan was makeup artist on that. Kim Ayers, makeup artist. Becky Cotton, makeup artist. David Williams, makeup artist. <clears throat> Outstanding prosthetic makeup for a series, limited series, movie, or special. Uh, American Horror Story, uh, Roanoke. FX Networks, once again, in association with 20th Century Fox Television. Aaron Kruger-McKesh was makeup designer. Mike McKesh, her husband, was special makeup effects assistant department head. Uh, David LaRoy Anderson was prosthetic designer. My friend James McKinnon, special makeup effects artist. Uh, Jason Hammer, special makeup effects artist. Melanie Eichner, special makeup effects artist. Christina Shimiup, special makeup effects artist. And Mako Chiba, special makeup effects artist. Outstanding hairstyling for a limited series or movie. Uh, again, once again, Feud, Betty and Joan, FX Networks, Fox 21 Television Studios. Chris Clark was the department head hairstylist on that. Ralph Adelos was a key hairstylist. Wendy Salford was a hairstylist. And Helena uh, Sapita was an additional hairstylist. And then outstanding hairstyling for a single camera series. <clears throat> Westworld was the winner of that. Again, on HBO, HBO Entertainment, in association with Kilter Films, Bad Robot, and Warner Brothers Television. Joy Zapata was a department head hairstylist. Pavey Olivares was a key hairstylist. Bruce Samia, additional hairstylist. And Donna Anderson, additional hairstylist. And the very last category, outstanding hairstyling for a multi-camera series or special, uh, Hairspray Live, uh, NBC, Universal Television, Sony Pictures Television, and Storyline Entertainment. Mia Cavero was hair designer. Uh, Terry Belil is head hairstylist. Roxanne Griffin, hairstylist. Our friend uh, Lawrence Davis, hairstylist. Jill Crosby, hairstylist. And Joy Zapata, hairstylist. So congratulations to all the hair and makeup artists out there who won a creative um, artist um, creative art Emmy a couple of weeks ago. Are you there? I'm sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> uh, again, congratulations <laughs> to Lawrence Davis and Tim Buchanan. Um, for their wind. <clears throat> okay, and then just a quick question, because I didn't hear you say, did Dancing with the Stars win, or were they, I think they were nominated, though. No, they did not win. If I'm not mistaken, I believe they withdrew their nomination. I don't know why, but I oh. believe they withdrew their nomination. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that takes care of that. All right, so we will um, um, move on a little bit here. Um, just, you know, you guys, I talked to you earlier um, a couple episodes ago actually about the American Beauty Star reality show. And um, the first show aired this past Friday night, and actually it's it comes on Friday nights at 
I believe it's 10.30. Yeah, 10.30. Friday nights at 10.30. So I have to remember that. Um, but I wouldn't have been able to see it this past Friday anyway. But anyway, the American Beauty Star, it's on Lifetime. Supermodel um, Adriana Lima and celebrity makeup artist Sir John challenged 12 hair and makeup artists to highlight their unique personalities. So episode one um, was called Who Are You? So I I did not see it, um, but next week I will give you guys a, a brief summary on episode one and two um, on next week's show. But I just kind of wanted to tell you who the 12 uh, contestants are. Amanda Terry, Andrew Velasquez, Catherine Shim, Corey Ford, Danny Jalaka, Jenny Streb, John Blaine, Kim Nicole Obrey, Mitchell Halliday, Sandy Poirier, Sylvia Reyes, and Time the Infamous. So I looked at Kim Nicole Obrey and I was like, she looks very familiar. I thought she was a hairstylist, but she's um, a makeup artist. I'm just going to read her bio. Um, She's a makeup artist in Los Angeles. As a flourishing makeup artist, salon owner, and mother of two, Kim has worked professionally in the beauty industry for for 14 years as a licensed cosmetologist. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I know her as a hairstylist. Um, She's a contributing beauty writer for several publications and has even published her own book titled A Little Makeup Can't Hurt. She hopes to touch those affected by low self-esteem, providing confidence in the form of beauty. This fierce, fabulous, and talented artist is thrilled to be a part of the competition and can't wait to prove she has what it takes to win. So I just wanted to read that because she she looked familiar to me. And then Time the Infamous, you know, she has the pink hair, and I just, pretty girl, just wanted to let you read, your, uh, read her bio as well. She's a YouTube beauty guru. So this show is mixing um, professional artists with uh YouTube beauty gurus. So she's from Las Vegas. And Time, the YouTube and Instagram sensation known as Time the Infamous, has organically grown a massive social media fan base, captivating followers by her flawless techniques and creative twists on timeless looks. With an unmatchable skill set and fierce determination, her fellow competitors need to watch out for what's in store with this beauty maven from Vegas. Now, what do you what do you think about that? Um what do you think about because not not uh, you know not putting down the fact that she's a social media star, but I thought and I'm you know I thought that the show was professional makeup artists and hairstylists, and that's not to say that um that's not to say that she's not professional because she's a youtube star um what do you think about? Because this is this is different. This is um, this is interesting. Most of the time, you have people who are, you know, on like a lot of these reality shows, you have artists who are like professional, you know, different levels. So I guess this is another way of showing artists at different levels or um, artists in different places. You know what I mean? Versus everyone's professional, everyone's, um, you know been doing this for a long time. You know how you may have some who only been in the business for three years or five years versus those who've been in the business for 15 or 20 years. What do you think about the mix of um, social media sensations with 
um, those who um, who are professional? Well, you know, these competitions fall under the category of reality TV. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's all entertainment. So, you know, whether they're professional or whether they are, you know, YouTube sensations or what have you, or, you know, Instagram stars or whatever you want to call them, um, it's going to all be entertainment. I mean, we're going to see people at different levels of artistry. Um, some will be professional, some won't. Um, it's, it's, I just see it as entertainment. I mean, that's really all I can really say about it. I just see it as entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody is going to be on. I mean, it will be interesting to see if there are people out there that are on the same level uh, professionally, you know, of all the professional people and even from the YouTubers, if, you know, at what level are these, are, are these people at with their, you know, with their artistry, it's going to be very interesting to see. But some, it's, for me, I'll watch it because, again, it's, it's makeup. I'm going to love to see what they come up with. You know, I'm going to love to see who's creative and who's not, you know, who works well under pressure. Um, it'll all be interesting to see. Well, also, not only just makeup, but this show is also hair, so makeup and hair. So it's interesting to see, it's going to be interesting to see actually how it all, you know, goes down because the fact that they are mixing hair and makeup artists, it's going to be interesting. So I don't, like I said, I missed the first episode, so I really don't know how the competitions go, you know, what they're required to do. Um, but just reading another bio, Danny Jalaka, he's a hairstylist from Miami, Florida. A top Miami hairstylist for over two decades, Danny has been building clientele since the age of 16. In 2002, he opened his first salon in South Beach's most prestigious neighborhood, South Point, and it has continued to be a massive success ever since. As a natural workaholic, he's guaranteed to approach every challenge fiercely and fabulously. So he sounds like, you know, he's really experienced, and like I said, he is here. Um so it's just going to be interesting to to see to see how that works. Because um, that's another thing you have. I mean, it's almost a couple of different different categories of artists. There you have, you know, you know your social media gurus. You have your makeup artists, and you have your hairstylist turned makeup artist. So, I mean, even even right. there with the hairstylist turned makeup artist, it could be a total different, you know, totally different uh, level of artistry. Right. Well, how about this? Catherine Shim is a social media makeup influencer from Freeport, New York. Do not let this beautiful woman's appearance fool you. She has worked the graveyard shift protecting the Long Island parks as a law enforcer for over a decade while during the day, uh, day t- um, taking care of her three kids, her husband, and managing her Instagram account that caters to over 1 million followers. Catherine is a self-taught makeup artist and hairstylist who, after watching countless uh, YouTube videos, began freelancing, thus garnering her recognition in real life and Instagram shortly after. She built her platform by not just uh, displaying her talent, but also others with the goal to inspire and support artists worldwide. Now, I'm not really sure, but just reading her bio, you know, she does hair and makeup. Again, uh, the the young lady, the first young lady's bio I read, like I said, when I saw her picture, I know her face to be a hairstylist. And then when you read the bio, but she, they say she's a makeup artist. And when you read her bio, they, they say that she's 
worked as a cosmetologist and she has a salon. So I'm not sure if everyone that's participating really are are required to do hair and makeup or if it's just, um, you know, one or the other. But like I said, I missed the first episode, so I will catch up on that as well as check out episode two so that we can um, bring you guys the most accurate information and summary of what happened. And then hopefully sometime during the during the season we can get – some of the contestants on uh, on Beauty Talk. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, so again, it's the American Beauty Star, Friday nights at 10.30 on Lifetime. Um, and it's, it's going to be one to watch, that's for sure. And again, I can't remember the name of it, but um, Kim Kardashian West is producing a reality show herself that's going to air on Lifetime. And right. like I said, like I said, I forgot the name. So I will bring you more information on that as well in the upcoming uh, weeks. But again, this show <clears throat> is hosted by uh, supermodel Adriana Lima and celebrity makeup artist Sir John. So they're going to be able to tell who's got it and who doesn't. Again, American Beauty Star um, on Lifetime, and we will be back. a lifestyle brand and online boutique that curates custom products for aromatherapy, face and body, and your home. Our lines include Mindful Miss Aromatherapy Sprays, MM Skin Face and Body Care, and custom artwork by Art by Lena. The M Studio Life is the lifestyle behind the brand. On the blog, blog, and through the podcast, you will receive information, tips, and content that will show you how to live a life of balance through self-care, travel, culture, and so much more. Go to www.mstudiolink.com to sign up for 20% off your first order. And exclusively for Beauty Talk listeners, sign up and receive an additional 10%. Use code BEAUTYTALK30 at checkout. MStudio Inc. is excited to bring you custom products and content that will help you to be mindful, be present, and be you. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about FriendsBeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At FriendsBeauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. 
All right, so make sure you go out there and check out friendsbeauty.com and M Studio Inc. Thank you very much to our show um, sponsors. <clears throat> and I didn't say it at the top of the show, but thank you very much for those of you out there who are listening to the show tonight and for those of you who will listen on the playback. Thank you very much for your support. Um, continue to tune in every Sunday night. And coming up coming very soon, um, we will be doing Beauty Talk, Beauty News live from Instagram, Um, and then you'll be able to see the playback on YouTube. Um, So stay tuned for that, and we'll give you uh, more information for that and the details coming up very soon. What else you have? Well, I was on Facebook earlier today, and mm-hmm. I noticed something on one of the, the group pages that I follow. A young lady uh, posted on Facebook that uh, Simply Nail Logical had her makeup done by Manny MUA. So for those of who who, who may not know, Manny MUA is a big, uh, big YouTuber, um, very popular, but she says that Simply Nail Logical, I guess that's her name on one of her social media outlets or something, I'm not sure, had her makeup done by Manny, and then she suffered um, an eye skin irritation. And then she she also, at the end of her comment, posted a hashtag that just said, um, just my two cents. So when I first read it, I thought, you know, was that a little slight shade uh, to Manny? Like, you know, what is she trying to say? Um, is she trying to say because he's a YouTuber that he doesn't know what he's doing? Um, is she just straight hating on him? I wasn't quite sure uh, what to, you know, what to think of it. Someone responded, just responded, sips tea. So at this point, I just thought, okay, yeah, maybe that was slight shade. Maybe she really is hating on him. But from what I can remember from my experiences in doing makeup, like eye and skin uh, irritants are very common, very common, Um, especially the skin. If something is uh, an irritant to the eye, it could naturally be that maybe – you know, a lot of people like to place um, eyeliner on the waterline. That that could be um, that can irritate. You know, that can irritate you. Um, also, if you don't sharpen, you know, your pencils from one person to the next, you can easily pass something from one person to the next. So I can see that, but it doesn't necessarily have to. You know, just because your eyes are irritated doesn't necessarily have to mean that. You know he wasn't sharpening pencils and he's using the same pencil on, you know, five or six different people. Right. It, doesn't necessarily mean that. it could just be that, you know, maybe, she, maybe, you know, the liner got in her eye and, and she was irritated by it. I don't know. <clears throat> but I, excuse me, but it's just interesting to see the things that people are posting, especially on Facebook. <laughs> I think people on Facebook just have too much time and they spend all of it online. 
I think people, that's yeah. Facebook is the place where people, you know, feel like they can get away with saying whatever they want to say, making all kinds of comments. And, and you know, these are supposed to be, you know, makeup-related groups, you know. And I'm not saying that you can't post something that's not necessarily favorable because there are situations that happen that are not, not nice situations and, you know, they're not good for anybody. And you want to you want to post them so that you can share them. But this type of post to me was just like a personal opinion slash attack post that I thought was totally unnecessary. Right. Um, and I will say this, you know, first of all, I just don't feel like that's something that you put on social media. Um, I don't, because anything could have happened, like you were saying. Um, things happen with makeup artists, and it could happen to anyone. Um, I feel like if the person got their makeup done by Manny and that happened and they weren't happy about it, then discuss that with Manny, um, plain and simple. Because right. when you do that, you know, you do that, it's just like, you know, it's just like, uh, what do you call it, like a Yelp, you know how people go out and give a Yelp review um, mm-hmm. I had a great experience at this salon or whatever, or I didn't have a great experience at this salon. You know, these are your social media comments are not Yelp reviews. You know, right. I just feel like that's something, you know, from I just think that's something that you should discuss and not put out put out there. Um, it's different. Like I said, if it were a salon and you just talking about your experience, but even to me personally, even with the the Yelp reviews, if it's that bad, you know, I'm still I'm not even putting putting that out unless it's something that's so bad that you need to be warning people. And and maybe that's right. what this person thought that they were warning somebody, you know, warning other people. But I just felt like if that would have happened to me before I put that out there to warn other people, I would have talked to Manny first, right? Because you know, so that you can try to rectify the situation or see what could be done, or or at least just give him, just put it out there to let him know this is what happened to me. Um. Well, you know, there's a way of warning then, people without put, without putting it on social media. You just, you know, you just warn people face-to-face. You don't have to put everything on social media. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so, uh, and like I said, this kind of thing can happen to anyone. And you and I know, um, you know, about certain situations where things happen. And it, like I said, it could be anyone. We had an experience on the show that we just finished where a young lady, an actress, dancer comes in, <clears throat> comes in, excuse me, and says, you know, that she has her own makeup because she has sensitive skin. So you have to use my makeup. Okay, fine. We'll use your makeup. The artist that you're going to, you know, the chair that you're going to sit in, she'll use your makeup. And so then right away the artist starts to put skincare on her and she starts to break out in hives. And now she's panicking because she's had this experience twice now, and the very first time she's had the experience, she had to go to the hospital. She was in an emergency room, and her throat started to close up, and all kinds of things started to happen. Well, the makeup artist was terrified 
and she was so upset, you know, because, oh, my God, you know, this happened in my seat. But the bottom line, the bottom line is it could have happened to any of the makeup artists there. You know, she could have sat in my seat. She could have been in your seat. She could have been in a couple other makeup artists' seats. It could have happened to any one of them. She only mentioned that she was sensitive. She didn't mention that she was allergic, you know, to something in particular. She was allergic to um, salicylic acid, and she was allergic to um, uh, citric acid. And the micellar water that was used had citric acid in it. So a lot of times you have to be very clear about things. But like I said, it could have happened to anyone. This particular person's situation um, may not have been allergic to anything, but just like you said, sometimes when people put things on the waterline, um, it can be very irritating. Maybe the pencil hadn't been sharpened. But this is the thing that I say about people who sit in other people's chair to get their makeup done. You have to be very responsible. You're part, you know, responsible um, for what happens with you. And I say that because when you are getting your makeup done, you should be looking at everything. Somebody picks up a brush to put on your face, it needs to be clean. Somebody put, picking up a pencil to use on your lips or your eyes, it needs to be sharpened. You know, it shouldn't be a pencil with hardly no point. You know what I mean? Um, it Or a dull point. It needs to be sharpened. And if it's not sharpened, they should be sharpening it in front of you. Um, you know, that's my thing. I, I don't like to sit in a seat where the makeup artist's station doesn't look clean. I know people can make a mess while they're doing makeup, but it's not going to be a mess before you do my makeup. So I just feel like just with the young lady that I was just talking about who, who broke out in hives, you know, all she came out of her mouth and said, I, am, I have very sensitive skin. And like we explained to her, you have to tell people that you are allergic and tell them what they are allergic to. Now, the makeup artist did not come out of her mouth and say, um, are you allergic to anything, which is something that was customary for us to, to ask people. And it was because it was a big rush. This girl got in late, and it was a big rush to hurry up and get her through. So she just sat her down and start start working. But, you know, it was this girl's responsibility to say what she's allergic to because if it happened two times, and I told her, it's going to continue to happen until you say what you are allergic to and not say I'm sensitive because to us that just means a certain it – don't, it doesn't mean that, oh, I, um, you will break out in hives or whatever. It just means that you have sensitive skin. So she goes – the makeup artist starts pulling uh, products for sensitive skin, you know, and she thinks she's doing the right thing. So you have to you have to be part responsible for for what happens. I think that's just my opinion. That's true. That is so so true. And you know, and and like you said, it could happen to anybody. You know, anyone can have an irritation to something. And you know, in any makeup artist doing someone's makeup, makeup artist, whoever picks up a brush and makeup to do someone else's makeup. I mean, it could happen to anybody doing it. So it doesn't matter 
because I did bring up the point earlier. I, I didn't know if she was trying to say because he was a YouTuber that, you know, that this happened. So I'm saying that it could happen to anybody who picks up makeup to do someone else's makeup. It doesn't matter who you are, what level you're on. This could happen to anybody. It's not necessarily you. Sometimes it's just the product getting in the eye, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, it's the client or whoever being, being you know, being sensitive to things and just not, just not telling you or being sensitive to things and just not knowing. So, you know, right. I just thought that was in poor taste to post something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I totally um, agree with that. So the next I think thing we have I to be to very talk- careful with, um, I think we just have to be very careful with, um, with what we post on social media and how we, I just feel like artists should support artists, you know, and and I know that wasn't, I don't think that, was that an artist talking about him or was that? I'm not sure because it was in um, the In My Kit group and sometimes in that group, it you know, that's not necessarily professional. Oh, gotcha. Always. Okay. Gotcha. So... The next thing I wanted to talk about was online classes. I know there are there are a bunch of online classes um, popping up here and there, and it seems to be, you know, the popular thing. It seems to be the trend now. Um, I think some people do them well, like Marietta Cardinal-Narcisse does online classes very well. Um, and then there are people out there who, like I said, it's just, it's just popping up everywhere. So people are jumping on the bandwagon doing online classes. Now, online classes make it really easy for people, um, especially if you can't afford to travel to take a class. It's very uh, convenient to do a class online. You can do it from the comforts of your own home. You know, you could do it from your cell phone or tablet or computer. So online classes are really becoming uh, a very big thing and I just wondered what you thought about them. And I mean, do you, are there any any uh, pros or cons that come to your mind when you think of online classes? I mean, the, I think the main one for me is just just the simple fact that you can do it from the comforts of your own home, like I mentioned. And and again, from your um, your, your cell phone, your tablet, or your computer, it, it just makes it simple and easy, especially if the class is um, very reasonable then I think it's just a win-win. You know, you don't have to pay for traveling and hotels and, you know, and all those types of things. You can just, you know, go to work during the day, come home in the evening and, and do this class or however the class is set up. Because some classes are set up where there are live classes that are being taught online. And some classes are classes that you just, you know, you purchase online and you and you watch them online because they're more lecture-style classes. Um I'm not sure if I can, if there are any. I think the only con that I would, that I can think of, is if the class was, um, let's just say, a makeup demo type of class where someone's showing you how to do makeup. The only con would be is that, you know, you're not, if if you're if you're working along with them, like following along and maybe doing a model model or something with them, then you don't get that one on one. Um, attention, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If if it's that type of class where it's just instruction and you watch it and it's not live, but of course there 
there there are online there are some online classes out there um where you know the instructor is streaming and you know you have videos to see them and they you know you can turn on your video so that they can see you so that's you know that's a that's a win win as well that's i think that's a that's a pro for for that type of class <clears throat> a live streaming class so what do you think about right. online class um, I think it's great um uh, for those just like you mentioned um for those people who sometimes the expense of having to pay for the class then travel to the city where the class is being held, you know you have hotel and your food and you know expenses like that, so I think it's great for you know keeping costs down and not having to travel like you said, you can do a class in the conference of your own home. Um, from that standpoint, I think it's great. Um, but I'm I am also still a big fan of actually going to a class where I can see um, and touch the person giving the class. You know, I'm I'm still for that. Um, but online classes are great also for those people who are just busy and you know can't make the time. To, to travel to another city for a class or even make the time to just travel across town for a class. Right. Um, you know, so I think it's good. I think it's really good. Um, like you said, depending on what type of class it is, most of the time you're not going to be able to get that one-on-one. And that's one. And that's another thing that I like about um, actually going to classes. Not that um, I'm going to get one-on-one attention, but I feel like um, – for instance, if if it's a hands-on thing and I'm mm-hmm. doing a model or, you know, demonstrating what I've learned, it's great to have the instructor right there so they can come up and they can they can actually touch the, you know, the model that I'm working on and actually, you know, show things versus, you know, online you can't do that. You can't, you know, everything's based on what they see from the camera, you know, and they may not necessarily be able to see the model that I'm working on, you know, in the same way. Um, So it's not, I think a lot of online classes, there are not a lot of, you know, there's not, the hands-on aspect is gone. Right. You know, like I said, unless somebody comes comes up with something where all of the people who are uh, taking the class are actually doing the model right where they are, you know, and they have it set up, some kind of way where, I don't know, where you can show your work, but still the, the hands-on aspect is not is not there, and that's the only thing. You know, so most of your online things is going to kind of be like lecture. You know, you listening to someone talk, not saying that you're not learning because you're taking notes and that kind of thing. You can ask questions or what have you, but um, sometimes it's great to have hands-on. Oh, so definitely. That's my only thing. My only. Definitely. But, you know, like but it's so popular now. Right. It's so popular now. And now sometimes I just really feel like a lot of people just want to sit and watch videos anyway. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, um, you know, just come and watch you talk, you know. Oh, and right. um, so my thing is why not bring back <laughs> the, um, the videos where, you know, where artists made videos. Right. Teach. Why not bring right. that back? And then you can watch the video over and over and over again. But right. Well, again, I mentioned uh, 
Marietta's Virtual Makeup Academy. It's uh, taught by Marietta Carter Narcisse. Um, I think she's doing some great things with some online classes, and, and, and you know, her whole model is set up really well. And, and then just for, for if you want a class like an in-person training, I think um, Sarah Simon Vance is doing a great job with her lighting for uh, lighting for makeup artists. Lighting, I think it's lighting one-on-one for makeup artists, something like that. So I think she's doing a good mm-hmm. job going around the country teaching that class. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah, so I think those are um, two uh, two different methods of of educating, but uh, I think uh, two very good method, methods of educating. Because, again, you know, <clears throat> Sarah, Sarah's, like I said, she's going around to different cities. So, therefore, you don't have to travel to get to her class. Her class can come to you. Whereas Marietta's, if, you know, for the type of information that she's offering, I think it's great that she's offering it online because, again, I said her model, her model for doing these online classes are set up very well where you, can, um, where you can pay to take the class, but yet you have access to those videos for a certain amount of time. Like, you know, it's not like you watch this video one time and that's it. You know, you watch the video, mm-hmm. and I think you can have access up to, like, three months, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then maybe sometimes a little longer for, you know, an extra fee or something like that. But her classes are very, very reasonable. Like, you're probably getting, a, you know, anywhere from a six to $800 value or even more, a $1,000 value class for only, like, two to $300, I believe. Mm-hmm. So they're, so they're worth checking out, and they're, you know, if you know any, if you know anything about Marietta and how she educates, she's going to give you tons of information, tons. So right, it's worth checking her out. And if, if you're on Facebook, you can check her out. Actually, on um, Instagram as well, she's Marietta's Virtual Makeup Academy. Nice. Nice. It's it's really good to uh you know, stay up on what's what's happening in you know, in that part of the, the the industry. You know, the classes, the online classes being held because a lot of times you can't make these trade shows, you know, and these classes. Um and you know, I, I don't hear a lot about classes. Like, you know, back in the day when we first started you know, uh, I remember Mac used to offer a lot of classes, and they still they still do offer classes. Um, but I remember Mac Pro used to offer a lot of classes. I remember, you know, all these different artists, celebrity artists would you know would teach classes. Some of them would teach you know through the through Mac's class program, or to just you know teach classes you know at other places. And it was a it was a big thing. You know, like you. You made it your business to try. I know I did. I made it my business to try to get to New York, to to take some of these classes. Now I lived fairly close to New York, so it wasn't such a big deal as far as traveling. But back then, that's what you did. Um, now that everyone's doing like online academies and um, even just doing demos on Instagram or Facebook Lives, you know, you don't hear too much about classes. So it just leads me to 
to ask the question, you know, now would people even, it's like how much would people even pay for a class? You know, can you charge $400 now for a class for somebody to come, let's say, to a hotel and, um, you know, you have a class and offer, you know, charge $400? Will people pay that anymore? Back in the day, they could charge $400 and, you know, you would get a really good class. Sometimes that would even be a two-day thing for that amount of money. But now it's just, it just makes me wonder, how much will people pay to go actually to go to a class? Right. So, and then there's, the, there's these, um, what do you call it? Uh, there are people who, you know, you kind of sign up. I know Rennie Vasquez and... and um, Winnie Vasquez and Crystal Wright are doing something together um, and where they're offering, you know, education in that type of format where, you know, it's um, they'll probably have like a private, uh, what do I want to call it? Um, oh, I can't think the name, what I'm trying to say, but, and even, I think it's, I think her name is Sonia Rodriguez, is doing something very similar, you know, where people sign up, um, and then, you know, you're invited I'm to get a link. I'm on the page as we speak. Who's that? Sonia Rodriguez. <clears throat> oh, okay. But, you know, but you get a link for the for this session, you know, and, you know, you it's something that's it's private. It's, you know, if you decide to do it, you sign up for it, you pay, and then you get the link. So a lot of people are doing classes like that, and then they're offering, you know, for those who attend the class, they may get some extra stuff, you know, like maybe can get to talk with Tanya for, I don't know, don't quote me on it, uh, 30 minutes, you know what I mean, like some type of one-on-one session. Um, and, and it may be something very similar with, with what Rennie and Crystal are doing as well. Um I'm not that familiar with either one of their, you know, their programs. But you have programs like that where people are kind of like coaching, uh, coaching as well as educating, you know, all in one. Um, So that's being offered um, a lot. And, um, you know, I think that's something where people can charge a little more because it's like a continuous thing. You know, like I said, I don't know her packages or Rainy Crystal's packages, but um, those things programs are set up where it's like you know you take a class, but then there's more offered as well. So it's a lot to look into if you're interested in taking classes online. There's so many different ways of being educated online. There's so many different um, options for online classes. Um, so. Right. It's really worth looking into. And like I always say to all people when it comes to classes, I kind of always want to know a little bit about the person teaching and what they, you know, what they're bringing to the table. Um, so that's something to always investigate as well. Who's who's teaching me? Right. Something to think about. Something to think about for sure. 
All right, so that's all I had for for tonight. Yes, same here. I don't know if you had anything else. Oh, one more thing. I um in the Makeup Artist Hairstylist Network, um I just wanted to make everybody aware for those of you who airbrush, Georgia HM is the person's page you can go to on Facebook. But she posted he or she posted something um in the Makeup Artist Hairstylist Network. And they are selling their Ket airbrush machine, so their compressor with foundation colors, and it says barely used. So inbox Georgia HM on Facebook if you are interested in purchasing a Ketjet compressor, um, a Ket airbrush gun, and all of the Ket um, airbrush colors. Now, I, and the only reason why I'm mentioning this on this show is because the Ket Jet compressor is my one of my absolute favorite compressors. Um, from back when I first received this um, compressor in the mail, I've loved this compressor since then. And I've had it since, oh, my goodness. Oh, I know it had to have been at least 2010, maybe, at least. But I really love it. Um, it's it's perfect, if, you know, and you can, and it's small. You, you know, it's not something big and clunky. It, you know, it's easy to pack. And then I've always loved the Ket uh, foundation colors. So if you're interested, again, inbox Georgia HM on Facebook if you're interested in purchasing that entire system or parts of the system, however she's, however she's going to sell it. All right, so I just wanted to mention that because I think um, that's a great compressor. I'm surprised that they're selling it and set barely used, so maybe they don't airbrush like they thought they would be. So they're just getting rid of it. All right, so that's it for us tonight. You guys can continue to follow us um, on Facebook at um, Beauty Talk Online. And on Twitter at beauty underscore talk, Instagram beauty underscore talk underscore media. And you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Janice Tunnell. That's J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. And you can follow my sister Denise at Denise Tunnell, that's D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L as well. If you have uh, questions about any of our shows or you have an idea about who you would like for us to try to get on the show, please do send us a message at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com. Again, that's beautygirls, with an S, media at gmail.com. We have so many people... um, Sending us requests, sending us product um, to be you know that they want to get on the show and talk about their product. So I do we do have a um, upcoming product show in the works. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, and we do have a couple panel discussions planned for our upcoming show. So stay tuned um, for that. Again, we are here every Sunday night at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at 6 p.m. in Los Angeles and on the West Coast, 
That's 2 a.m. in London, and you guys can figure out <laughs> the time around the world. Most of you, if you're other places in the world, you're probably asleep when we do this show, but, again, there's always the playback. So, again, I thank you for those who listen um, to the playback. We really appreciate that. Um, so I think that's it for the night. Yeah. All right. So with that, cool. So with that being said, have a wonderful, wonderful night, everybody, and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com, friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818 691 1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.